Wherever we go in life, we go head first. I've been blessed to get this far by standing on the teachings and advice given to me by many kind people. And now it's my turn. Welcome to All the Wiser with William Boyd. Bars for brands. East side, east side. When you get on that course, you'll feel at home, come and pick up the sport. And when it's league time, we shine. Gotta do it for the culture. Cop you a fit, become a golfer. East side, east side. When you get on that course, you'll feel at home, come and pick up the sport. And when it's league time, we shine. Gotta do it for the culture. Cop you a fit, become a golfer. Yes, we have brought in this session a little differently in case you were wondering who or what or why I'm going to explain all of that in a minute. My name is William Boyd. I am the host of All the Wiser here. And today we have special guests in our session and they are the creators, progenitors, innovators of Bars for Brands. What you just heard was a sample of an ad they've done for one of their clients and they utilize their rapping production and songwriting skills to craft tailor-made advertisements for their clients. This idea is brilliant. It's fantastic and I was elated to learn more about the inspiration behind it but also the details about how they execute, how they acquire new clients and some of the obstacles and hurdles they have to overcome to continue growing their business despite having to overcome competing priorities. So you all will get an opportunity to listen in to my conversation, Jordan and Cahill, who are discovering ways to convert their passion and their gifts into profit. So let's jump in and let's learn from two of the three founders of Bars for Brands. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So we're going to jump right into the pool here. Obviously, we are discussing this this really creative, really dope and unique enterprise that you all have created bars for brands. Let's start with the beginning. Can you describe for me the genesis of bars for brands and how and why you all started this? Yeah, certainly. Kelly, you want me to kick that off and I'll get started? Sure. All right, then. So, yeah, so let me first give you a, a quick brief background and we can get into detail later if you want to discuss, but how the idea even came to spark for us to build this partnership together. So, Cahill and I have known each other since about 2009, uh, 2008, around that era. We met in college, both attended Central Connecticut. Um, we ended up graduating at separate colleges, but at that time, I met him through a mutual friend, and uh, we noticed that we both recorded music. Both loved rap, both loved the art, the culture of hip hop, and we just loved collaborating with each other, making tracks left and right, talking about our future, talking about the present with our college degrees, talking about the past with our livelihoods. So we've always maintained that relationship over the years and friendship, even if we haven't been side by side with each other, but it just comes to music. We're always going back and forth with bars, you know, just random freestyle verses or just, you know, random links to a new mixtape that just dropped our album. So we always maintain that side of our relationship heavily on the musical side. So it was a no-brainer when Cahill had this idea, brought it up with his cousin Twan, which is the third monster, the third head of our monster of Bars for Brands. Um, and then he brought the idea to me and said, yo, Jordan, we got to talk. I got something very important to discuss. I think I have a million-dollar idea. Who knows where it could go? And I was like, all right, this sounds right. It sounds good. So he gave me a call, 
And before he even got into detail of what he wanted to do and what we wanted to do, he said, listen, I got a name for you, Mars for Brands. He just gave me the name. And I was already like, all right, well, based off of that name, I already was aware of what was about to happen next. So then Cahill filled me in. So I'll pass that to Cahill and I'll show you how we actually demoed that thing. It's amazing to hear that folks who started out as friends and have been able to maintain and continue friendship over the years have now been able to, uh, you know, kind of transition seasons of life, transition through seasons of life into business partners. And uh, Cahill, I don't know if you wanted to add anything to that. It sounds like you had a pretty persuasive pitch, if you will, in terms of <laughs> describing the, the idea and getting Jordan on board. Yes, because it, it just made the most sense because there's not too many artists that I give the credit of having a really good pen who also can select the right type of beat to display those talents. Like I'm very particular about what I listen to. And, and when I instantly heard Jordan come up with rhymes and I hear how he's mixing stuff down and the, and the type of way he's pushing his pen and, and he's from CT. So it's like, okay, okay. I always kept him in mind um, in 2017 is when I actually came up with the idea of making bars for brands an actual thing. So I reached out to some companies via email. Obviously, nobody replied because, you know, I didn't even have content developed. So what I did was I sat down and I developed a strategy for producing the first bars for brands ad for a local company up there called Skywire Me through a friend of mine named Jeremy. He was a cohort at a previous company. We worked together and he, he was floored. He loved it. So he Im immediately put the raw copy up there because I normally co record raw copies on my phone before we actually get in the booth and really record it. I gave him that and he threw it up and put a video to it on, uh, on Instagram and he started sharing it around. Then I was getting feedback that his team loved it. So from that, it kind of spurred, it, it kind of thought about, like, I thought about how I could ask, actually, you know, scale this, how, how I could actually talk to other businesses that love the form of hip hop, love the form of just the authenticity of what we're, we're saying about their brands. Because at Barster Brands, we choose brands that we stand behind, right? These brands, we've done our research on a lot of these. Some of them are local um, to either, you know, small areas of where we grew up at, or they might be, you know, from down South, because we really cater to Black-owned businesses. Um, we're not exclusive to Black-owned businesses, but we cater to them. And the, our first advertisement was a Black-owned business that took took our uh, crazy idea of, of, of rapping for brands and made it a reality and made it a thing on the, on the social media platform. So, you know, just bringing Jordan into the fold and then bringing my cousin Twan into the fold with his production techniques and his and his pen and his delivery. Everyone, every one of us is very unique. So nice. we don't sound we don't sound the same. We're influenced by different things. We might like similar artists, but we all come out differently with how we approach a concept. So just having that pool of talent to draw from as as we're creating these advertisements it's like i feel like we can just keep keep going off of each other because all of us are actively listening to hip-hop all of us are actively writing all of us are actively studying the craft so i i feel like we could just really make this thing really take off this is not something we're doing just as a business idea to get through a pandemic and create an income stream. Although, you know, it's definitely has its, its, uh, its benefits, but we have a passion for just helping people. And if we can help yeah. people through hip hop, that's where, the, that's where our heart lies. So we want to build yeah. those grassroots connections with the community. Like I've already reached out to a couple of business owners in the triangle here 
you know, we're, we're, we're expanding our, our, our conversations with our friends and those friends are talking to other people. Our follower count is going up every day. I, I, I can look at some of the statistics and the insights and I'm getting good comments on our page from even the business owners that we've actually done ads for. Like they're going on their social media, they're putting prayer hands in the comments and emojis <laughs> and they're liking our stuff. So, you know, it, it's just, it's just an amazing thing. Will and it's organic, right? It's from the soul. That's nice. that's how it was derived. Music is life. Music is soul, and that's what we love giving back to people. It's not just we're trying, not just trying to create an ad or jingle. We're trying to create a song, like an actual mm-hmm. a piece of art, something that they can embrace and use not only for sales lifts, but just to use to maybe establish their brand if that's what they're looking to do. Yeah, that's that's really good, and that that actually leads me to my next question for the listeners who are completely new to you all and this concept. Can you? explain succinctly what it is you all produce for your customer and what's kind of the primary value proposition. I think you started leading into that, Jordan, but I'd love you guys to dive into that a little bit further. Yeah, certainly. So the first thing you want to do is ask the client what they want, right? So you want to see what they're looking to do. Are they looking to promote a certain product that they're looking to sell, whether it's a good or service? Are they looking to have some type of buy one, get one or some type of new product they're announcing? Whatever their strategy is for their marketing use, that's the first thing we want to get to first, right? We want to see what their goals are. From there, we try to work with them and establish on how they want the ad to be created, right? So we could do, you know, you you hear a lot of ads on TV, on radio that are kind of more recycled. It's kind of like like an old school song that just got remastered with the same melody and they just swapped out the lyrics. That's usually a very common thing. Mm -hmm. So we like to do is try to give someone a unique piece of art. So then they all music is like, you know, a formality. There's certain lines, there's certain bars, there's sets, everything is, you know, falls in the sink. Um, and that's what we try to do at first is by offering, okay, do you want just a chorus? Do you want like an actual verse and a chorus? Do you want it on a beat? Do you want an acapella? Um, do you want like a looped verse or chorus talking about a specific product and then dive into your brand? So once we get that established and let us know what they want, from there we can actually develop an ad catered to them. So, you know, the whole process, of course, you know, it's like writing an essay. You start off with a rough draft. You create something. You create their vision. You try to think what they would want their clients to hear or see. So we make something. We write it up. We record it. We give them the rough draft. We see how they like it. If they enjoy the lyrics, you know, we make sure we record the final copy, get it engineered, mastered down, and then, you know, final cut is uh, printed. But, you know, until then, we like to always make sure the client's happy with everything that's in there, whether it's the execution of the verses or uh, chorus or the lyrics themselves, or it's the overall tone. So, you know, our overall goal is not to make their customers just happy, but to make them happy as well and to feel like, you know, the feelings reciprocated when they pay for our service. And then, you know, when the, obviously the business side and the operational side, that depends on what they want to do. Do you want to just get the ad full out and use it on all your platforms? Or would you like to use it elsewhere, you know, for certain time frames? Um, is this something you just only want to use for a month? Do you want to use it for years to follow to just be on like your rollout for every single ad. We discussed that as well. And we just come up to an agreement that's probably best for, you know, both sides, whatever they like to do. We're there for them. We're very, we're a very flexible company. We're all ears. We're always willing to hear feedback from the client. And, you know, we always take constructive criticism and we're always willing to work with them however they need anything. That's really awesome. Thank you for kind of walking through that process of identifying the customer need recognizing that you all have the ability and the desire to be kind of malleable and tailor what you're creating for the particular customer's needs, but you're also involving them in the creation process as well. Sometimes I've found that creatives 
are amazing, you guys. Um, they <laughs> they love what they do so much and they're so entranced in the creation of what they do. Sometimes they are just enamored with the final product and it's really hard for um, them sometimes to create something for on behalf of someone else and receive sort of criticism and feedback. Do you guys right. ever run into that kind of emotional turmoil at all on the inside thinking, man, I work really hard on this. I felt like that punchline was amazing. This cadence is amazing. And the customer comes back and goes, man, that's kind of whack. You know, like there's a party that feels, okay, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little down because I put the work in, but then the other side of you just corrects that right away and says, listen, to each their own. When you think about people who pick the top five rappers, which is always a tough question to ask, by the way, <laughs> you're always going to change your mind over the years of what you feel is, you know, your top five. But it's something that people really have to consider and take it with a grain of salt and be like, listen, not everyone's going to enjoy what I'm doing here. Um, and they might like it one verse, but they might not like the next. So I don't take it personally. Uh, business is business. Um, and although it's coming from the soul, coming from the mind and the heart when I'm writing these verses, it's something that could be modeled. Jordan nailed everything right on the head. He took the words right out of my mouth. Exactly. Nice. Like we're, we're super flexible. You know, we're going into it. We're not trying to sell somebody a dream and then it doesn't pan out the way they expected to it when they bought it. Like, you know, we, we take pride in what we produce because our voices and stuff are out there. Our name is behind it. Um, you know, we're, we're lyricists at the end of the day. So we're not going to give someone something that they don't like. Generally, when we actually present people with our advertisements, well, I mean, from one case, we've had a, a customer that loved it. It was just a couple of words they wanted to swap out just for the nature of their business. So it doesn't yep. perceive, so it doesn't give a certain perception about their brand. But all in all, like there's most of the structure that we put together, we put a lot of forethought in before we actually design these because we don't, we haven't got a lot of customer input when we design most of our ads. We just ha had this feeling and we went in and we went in, we started writing, we started, you know, collaborating with each other. And then we, we put the product right in front of the, the client for them to, to tell us what they think. Um, going into it, we always go into it with the intent to not offend the person that we're making the ad for or make something that could be offensive to their the customers that are buying from their brand. That's the level of detail that we go into it uh, with, Will. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question. Um, yeah. bars, for, bars, bars for Brands is... It's not just a vehicle to make money for us so we can live our dream. It's 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 more so like we just love the art of creating real music. Like you can understand everything we're saying. You can bop a little bit and you can also be informed and learn about things that you probably wouldn't even think about. You, we saved you. We saved you uh, five minutes of, of reading time and we put everything in, in, in a one minute and, and 30 second ad. And you yeah, found out right. exactly what this brand was about, maybe how long they've been around. Um, <laughs> you find that you'll even find out about their sales because the formula we put into our music is we try to give you the all encompassing review of this company and what they offer. So going into it, you feel like you, you, you feel like you're attached to this this company, even though you've never heard of it before. Yeah, I, I think that has been my experience. You know, I, I you know have listened to several of the ads. I have been able to check out and now follow the Bars for Brands Instagram account, which I encourage all of our listeners to do. Um, but I can listen to an ad even if I've never been to a company's website. I've never patronized their business in person or even visited their social media. I can listen and and go. Okay, this is this is the product they deliver. This is why this product is unique and attractive and this is how I can learn more about it and you guys do it obviously in a way that sonically it sounds fantastic it sounds good um, but 
it's tailored specifically to that particular product or company. And like you guys were saying in the in the comment marketplace, you'll see a lot of maybe products or popular companies have a, a track underneath their ads. Maybe you'll have a, you know, a Lil Nas X track under a Logitech ad or you have Monte right. Jordan singing or something. But the song doesn't really clue you into the product or its value. So this yep. is this is really unique and different. I, I hope businesses can kind of recognize how that dif- how what you all do differentiates from just throwing a beat underneath a description and trying to attract people. We really exactly. appreciate you even saying it and looking at it from that perspective because that's exactly how we feel. You know, we want to make sure that when we make these ads, it's not just a, a random like hit song or just a cover that just sounds catchy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we want it to sound catchy, but we want it to also, like Cahill was saying, wrap around and summarize the, you know, the, the gist of the whole company and actually have it of a formatted song. Um, nice. Yep. Nice. Exactly. Now, now, now I'm a firm believer. I myself am also a business owner and I'm a firm believer that the businesses that grow and sustain find a way to position themselves as a solution in the marketplace. They identify the first of all, they identify their customer profile, but then they identify what the pain points of that customer are. And then they can come to them and say, hey, listen, these are the struggles you're having. I know I understand this, which we're bringing to you is a solution. Um, how would you guys say that what Bars for Brand delivers is a solution to the businesses you guys serve? When companies pay for advertisements, they'll use that advertisement, like he, like Jordan said, on a monthly interval. Maybe they use it seasonally. Maybe they use it once every four years for an event, like an Olympics or something that's coming around. So everybody's throwing this Olympic type of style advertisement around or something. But with us, it's like, we deliver things that not only just cater to just what your brand is about, but we can use it for recruitment purposes. So we can make advertisements that get people to know about new job openings. Maybe we had a hard time filling certain roles. Like we know how to, we know how to create um, advertisements that, that sound really catchy, but also give people information about internal career opportunities that you may have. Um, you know, we, we don't just stand in one lane of just your brand. We can talk about, we're not a one trick pony. We don't just come in and talk about what you offer for project services and we go away. We can expand it even further and bring in all the entities of what your business really can accomplish. If you give us a chance to express exactly what you need from us as an advertising per- company. Nice. If, I, if I can add into what Cahill's comment, what he's saying is going to lead into what I'm about to say, which is perfect. Um, to give you a brief background of my career currently right now, I work in the advertising uh, industry. I'm, I'm in a marketing solutions firm where I handle email acquisition campaigns, uh, digital social media campaigns, and I also handle occasional list management proposals. You know, I've seen, you know, what channels could be offered to clients, whether it's B2B or B2C, um, what solutions could be provided, you know, in those type of categories I'm already currently working on. But even coming from the higher ups in my company, when I showed them what we're doing here for Bars for Brands, they were even not only impressed, but they were like, listen, this is definitely something that you could use on a vertical level and use this as an add-on revenue stream for companies who are already trying to boost their ROI through marketing, whether it's through acquisition or retention, any type of social media, radio, display, any type of advertising. Marketing That's strategy. awesome. That's awesome. And that, and that triggers another question for me that I want to come back to. It's also a great segue as well. I'm intrigued because it sounds like you guys have three different partners in this entity. Uh, yes. I'm intrigued. How do you guys how how have you structured the division of labor and how has each of you all's professional 
you know, experiences thus far contribute to the the larger picture. That's really interesting. They're three different folks. I'm sure all of you all bring something unique to the table. Definitely. Um, I'll give you a brief summary of like what all three of us do, and then Cahill can yeah, start that'd be you know, amazing. Like the, the, the bullet points of each of us. Um, so start off with Cahill. You know, he's not only the founder, but I consider him obviously the CEO as well. Um, he's the one that brought this idea to fruition and brought it to me and his cousin Tuan. Uh, so I always thank him and praise him for that and give me the opportunity to hop on board and to really see where this journey takes us. Yeah. Um, so I would say, you know, Cahill is definitely a high part of client outreach. Um, he handles a lot of our social media accounts of how you're going to execute and, you know, put up the product, whether it's for stories, whether, whether anything you can do to increase our overall engagement and to just get the, the, the content out to the masses, whatever we can do to maximize that. Cahill is our number one man. And then, you know, obviously he's a motivator as well. You know, we're always on group messages, me, him, and Tuan. And we all have personal lives. We all have full-time jobs. We all have families. And there's only 24 hours in a day. You know, without sleep, you know, you only got 16. It's your luck. That's right. Um, mm. So you got to utilize every hour. So we're always up to speed. And when I say as a motivator, Cahill's always, you know, just pushing us, just keeping us driven to do more. We're already self-driven, but he's so motivated to make this a successful business that it kind of keeps us going, keeps us active and keeps us as engaged as possible for this business. But then Tuan, you know, he is the backbone of the company. You know, he's, yep. the, he's the man behind the scenes that's really engineering and putting this content together. He does uh, uh, all the work on the graphic tiles we create for our ads on social media. Those are all created by him from scratch. So he puts a lot of effort into that. Anything when it comes to mixing down, uh, doing the plugins of the whole engineering for the actual production of the song, that's all of him. He's putting it all together. You know, and especially considering that all three of us are in different locations now, right? The hills down south. Uh, Twan and I are up in Connecticut, but we're on opposite sides of the state, so we never really get to see each other. Um, so all this is done over email, over phone, over text. And we still find a way to, to build a system and make it happen. So, you know, I praise Twan for that, for being able to stay mobile and to stay efficient and to put our product out at 120% without us even having to be in the same studio. So that's been an experience in itself. And for me, you know, I like to say I am a man of many hats. Um, you know, I, it, it really comes down to the content more than anything. And I think my overall social skills that I've been told I have, I don't know if I see it myself. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but it's more of the fact that I just enjoy talking to people. I enjoy building up relationships. I enjoy client outreach, just like the Hill. And I look so forward to having these type of conversations where I could really kick knowledge with people. We could parlay and I could get their feedback and see what experiences they have and how we could build our businesses together and grow. Um, so, you know, not just just being the content creation side, but obviously, you know, the financial side, I handle a lot as well. Um, and, you know, just the overall operational side and making sure like, you know, our execution on social media with Cahill is to stamp, nice. um, and a little bit of content creation. So that's what I'm saying. I'm kind of shuffled all around. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm sure Cahill can add on to that. The thing is everyone is an equal owner in this company for a reason. So everyone not only brings their own diverse background and their own set of unique skills, but it's like the, these guys are just like you could tell like the fabric we've, we've built this for roughly almost a decade now, like just collaborating on tracks with each other or at least if not directly with each other at that time, we were I was separately collaborating with with him and I was collaborating with Tuan. So it's kind of like the fabric of what we developed and we're from similar areas and it's just it's just something to admire, you know, and, and, and I hope that other black owned businesses around you know, the country can understand that, you know, we're really about helping our own and, and, and our own is not just relegated to just color and ethnicity. It's, it's, it's culture. Hip hop is a culture, you know, on social media. I, uh, I had this, uh, 
company holiday that was every Wednesday while the Wu-Tang Saga series on Hulu was on. <laughs> and I kind of made it this engagement initiative to get people excited about hip hop to get people talking if there's like a a, a a versus where you had fat joe and ja rule like I, I would post something the day before and get kind of people hyped up on stories and then the day of i'll drop an ad because you know it's like there's an algorithm that's going with it so it gets people excited about new stuff just dropping in their timeline so like it's just it's bars for brands is, is we're here to put sweat equity into our communities um we're here to uh collaborate with other business owners maybe they have certain bottlenecks maybe we have some resources in-house that we can help other companies in, in other in other facets too because we all have our careers we're not just content creators but you know i i work for a really reputable company and i've built some relationships over the years i'm sure jordan throughout his course of his career he's built a lot of established relationships like we're professionals and we've we put a lot of time into actually becoming these business owners to run this company so yeah we I, I don't know if I think the other day, well, I've had a conversation with you about other ways we can use our rap ability mm-hmm. um, to influence and affect other people. So that's why I believe that this is the first phase of what bars for brands can do. That's awesome. That's awesome. This this is like really, really inspiring for a lot of different reasons. And one, it's amazing to see that three uh, people of color can come together and unite and create um, and work together as harmoniously as possible. It sounds like you guys each have different personalities, different experiences and different competencies to bring to the table. But um, like you said, Kay, you, you, you know, each of you all are equal, you know, equal have equal equity shares in the company. You all bring something very unique. The, the business as bars for brands, I think Kay, you alluded to it a little bit, but I'm very much intrigued as to what you all envision for this enterprise going forward. Where do you want this to go and what do you all envision it becoming? Well, for one, I can say that for myself, I can't speak for the other owners. I, I visualize this being something that generates a, a, a certain level of affordance of a lifestyle that doesn't feel like work. Yes, there's parts of the business where we'll feel like work, but there's a passion behind it, right? We'll be able to do what we've had a mutual friend do recently is start this business up and in a short time span, be able to convert that into something that can sustain your lifestyle and improve your lifestyle. So that's that's the overall goal for what we we expected out of ours for brands initially. Um, you know, having the opportunity to just live your you live your dream, right? It's like, you know, you hear a biggie lyric. It was all a dream. I used to read like, these guys are, were going through some serious times and they had an escape and their escape was hip hop. And, and mm. what better than be able to live your dream of affording able to take care of your family and build some legacy behind just what you do naturally. That's it. I mean, I think that is the proverbial American dream in a lot of ways is to be able to utilize what you're gifted with and what you're passionate about to create um, and hopefully maintain a comfortable lifestyle. There's this quote that really been like ruminating in my mind for the last few weeks. It's it says wealthy is a man who can convert passion into profit. Um, oh, and it sounds mm, like you guys. Without have, a doubt. Yeah. Are, are tapping into that idea that that, no, I'm not just a, a casual rap fan. You guys really love this and you're figuring out not just how can I get good at 
you know, the art of hip hop, the art of delivering raps, but how can I convert it into a deliverable that can actually improve the effect, the operations or the ability for, you know, your clients to reach other audiences in order to, to build out their operations. And you guys are hopefully well on your way to converting that which you are passionate about into a very profitable business. So that that is definitely better. Well, thank you so much for that. Of course, sure. of course, we, we have high hopes for you guys. I um, you all are all working full time businesses in addition to building out bars for brands. Do you all have any tips from personal experience or advice for our listeners and how you all are balancing those demands and priorities in your life between professional this business and also your personal lives as well? How are you guys managing that? Yeah, certainly. So, you know, every household, every person's lives are unique. Um, but kind of going back to what I said before, uh, time is of the essence, right? You only got 24 hours. So when you have that time and say people are working eight to 10 hours a day, that really only leaves you with another eight hours left. So there's a lot of times when people don't really notice they're distracting themselves when they could be applying that time towards something maybe that they want to be productive about. And it's hard to catch that on a day-to-day -day basis. You kind of have to sit back, analyze your life for a second and think, okay, where can I put some of my personal hobbies aside to focus on my passion or my future career or my overall, you know, goals in life. So I think the best thing to do is to really just sit back for a second and everyone processes differently. Some people do it all in their heads. Some people need to talk it through. Some people need to write it down in a notebook. So however you apply your learning techniques and however you have to apply your memory skills, you focus on that, and then you figure out what your priorities are. Okay, family, my full-time job. Okay, those are priorities. Once that time is over, am I going to, A, catch up on my shows or my, you know, my, my music that I want right. to or, you know, you know, a new, I don't know, just anything that's on your personal time? Or should I actually apply some of this time, maybe cut that personal time in half and apply it towards whatever my passion is for my future? Um, and then as you slowly get to get used to that system, Maybe you feed yourself off of those personal hobbies and you'd be like, okay, now that I'm really starting to see this, my dream come to fruition, let me keep putting more work into that. Um, and then obviously always making sure you maintain a roof over your head and making sure that your family's well put. Mm -hmm. That's always the first thing on your mind. But once all that's taken care of and you have some downtime, once you get a moment to breathe, make a list and you just figure out what's best for you while maintaining your mental health, right? You don't want to stress yourself out too much that you start wanting to pull your hair out. You don't want to be emotionally distressed if that's the case. Then you just got to put it down for a second, take a breather, do what you have to do to uh, relax, and then get back to it when you feel comfortable. Wow, that's, that is so helpful. Thank you for sharing that, Jordan. I, I think people who are in the, in the very early stages or maybe they're still dreaming or imagining of doing what you guys are doing are, are looking at that as a very daunting aspect, which is I already have a job. I already have things going on. What, what can I do? I think you right. laid it out so well in identifying the fact that we all really have the same number of minutes and same number of hours in a day. Um, yeah. it's, it's that discipline that you described and realizing we may have to delay some of the gratification that comes with listening to our favorite songs and watching our favorite shows. Right. I, I love that. You said, try to cut that in half maybe and, and use that time that you would have used there for your, your projects or your, your purpose, man. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing exactly. that. Exactly. Just find balance, you know, cause I think they were only here on this world once you want to make sure you do what you enjoy. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you try to bring balance. You don't get a do-over. So you want to make sure you try to, you know, utilize every day like it's your last. And, you, you know, whether that's, you know, watching something you want to watch, then do that instead. 
But if you if you're really driven to do something else, then you have to just find time to allocate it and just make it happen. You know, you just got to really just. And I want to add something before I know you got to wrap it up. Please uh, do. Well, but I will say that I believe I'm a man of faith, and I believe the Lord gives you a window of time to do something in they i've heard that window of time be referred to as the kairos moment Mm. and when you have that moment you have that window of time open and it's your time to shine your time to all the all the things that you wanted manifested in your life all the things that you've you've dreamed of and and you've gotten to a certain age now and 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 the only thing holding yourself back is yourself and you're saying i don't have time you 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 have to make time If, if 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 you feel like you can really be successful and you feel like you have all the resources and the tools, which I feel like, you know, Barca Brands, all three of us, we're, we're geographically dispersed, but we have all the resources and the tools to, to, to get the education, to get how to run the social media properly, how to do all like It's something that we, we feel like this is our time to do. So you, you just, you, you adjust, even with having a small child in the house and if they get sick and you still have to switch and go into dad mode, Sometimes when the baby's calming down, they might be calming down to some of the music that we're playing Hmm. and we can still get in there and write. We can still get in there and send out a follow up email. We can still it it doesn't stop. It's become it's become both of our babies. Right. We have our families at home and then we have our business baby. So we're we're nurturers. Right. We're we're, we're newfound dads and we're finding out how to nurture a new business. Wow. So we're, we're doing everything from the gra- from the ground up. We, we sit while we're be 12 o'clock in at in, in midnight. I can't sleep at night, but I'm thinking of a beat. I go in, I go on my source to get my, my, my information that I need to, to write an advertisement. I'm mm. doing it at three o'clock in the morning. Like you're asking me where you find the time. I do it when everybody's sleeping. Wow. Yeah. Definitely the graveyard shift. Definitely. Wow. So there's great, there's graveyard shifts involved with this, but it's a passion. So it's not really work. It's we're proud of putting something great out there. That's awesome. It's, it's, I know it's, it's well worth that sacrifice, right? When you're living out your dream, like you said, those of us who are learning about bars for brands for the first time, how do you all recommend they learn more about you all and pursue more information about bars for brands? Yeah, certainly. So, you know, since we started up our company, our biggest platform has been Instagram. Um, I think it's just a, a, a great platform for what we do to really reach out to the masses because there's so many communities that could be involved in these uh, these, uh, these ads that we promote. So that's where you can definitely find most of our information. Um, all of our information primarily is on Instagram. We also have Facebook and Twitter, all the other social media handles. But all of our activity is primarily on Instagram, which has been great. Um, we've been getting a lot of good feedback. There's a lot of people, whether it's family, friends, or new followers, that have been very uh, happy with the actual, you know, outlet we've used to show our services and to show our talents. I'm... In awe, I think. <laughs> I think I'm just <laughs> really amazed. This is obviously I had prior knowledge of what you all do, but I'm equally impressed and inspired by the the want to, the drive, the persistence that's coming behind the uh, the birthing, the raising, the nurturing of this baby, as you said, Kay and um, Jordan. I can definitely tell you have a knack and an acumen for communicating and building relationships. So. I, you know, don't don't doubt that. I can tell you got that for sure. There's no question about that. Appreciate that, man. Um, Thank you. 
I think there are so many folks, even in the sphere of uh, music and um, music artistry that have a gift to create, they, they understand the composition, but maybe just haven't figured out how to convert that into a business that can generate revenue and impact people. And you guys have definitely figured that out. So special shout outs to you all. Once again, we will definitely have the link so that all of our listeners can get in contact with you all, learn more and engage with you all's content through social media. Uh, before we head out, I want to put y'all on the spot, if that's OK. Um, Absolutely. Did, what, can I get can I get a top five from each of you guys? Top five rappers dead or alive? Top five? OK, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my best. OK, and okay. don't hold me. There might be an asterisk on this because it might <laughs> be right. top five. But I got to put Hove at number okay. one. Jay-Z, got to. Yeah. Um, number two, probably Jadakiss. I had mm. to say Jada. Um, okay, Kiss of Death. All right. Yeah, Kiss. And then I go back and forth with him and Styles, you know, because Styles is so consistent. I know Jada is an overall well-rounded rapper that we do commercials, do everything, but Styles, he just... This man knocked out five albums in one year last two years ago. Mm. Like, how can you knock that? Um, three, um, I have to say Pac. I love Big, but Pac's, Pac's discography is just, it's crazy. Mm. Um, you know, there's just so much content. That's why Big is right after. Um, although, it's all about the East Coast for me. So, at the end of the day, it's hard. He, he's got right? East Coast roots. Yeah. You know, that was yeah. only when he joined Death Row and he became, you know, West Coast. Before that, he was always the East. So I had to put Pac, and it was at four right now. Is that four? J, J to kiss, Styles P, Pac. That's four. Yeah, and then uh, Big. And Big, well, okay. I, I, would say, I wouldn't say Jay to then Styles. I would say they kind of switched back and forth. So let me just put Jay-Z, J to kiss, Pac, Big, and Nas. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. A lot of East Coast representation. You had you, the, the locks was heavy in there for a minute there, but I, I oh, like the it. The locks is very heavy. She's, like, <laughs> I, she, she's, she's a monster. So let me not you know, <laughs> yeah. talk about that, man. Okay. Okay. What, what, what you got? Top five. I got Big, Jada, Fab, Nas, and Eminem. Wow. You you rattled that off pretty smooth. All lyricists. Yeah, I answer. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, <laughs> those are the those are the five artists that I studied the most when I started writing 19 years ago. Eminem's definitely a six man. He's a floater for me. And he's been in my top five as well, but it always changes. Yeah, yeah. It's it, crazy. Him is hard to leave out, right? It's just so much talent. And, uh, I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from M. Like I, I realized I can't compete at his level. <laughs> mm-hmm. I learned that early on. But I do realize, like, with the way he's he he stretches his words and he and he and he finds like similar like parallel rhymes with them, like, like yeah. it's it, he gives you more ways to kind of utilize some of your 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 vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Like you you can really bend the words and really get good with your wordplay. Listening to Eminem, all yeah. this talk is making us want me to discuss top ten now. it's right you start stretching out the list a little bit it's like oh man what about this person well and i gotta say i know you guys are from connecticut i feel like there was no southern representation in there but you you only got five to work with so that's that's my top 10 still so i can okay there you go there you go (laughs) i still got got three stacks in there i got i I was gonna say i was gonna say gotta have some some outcast representation in there some way or another but i got my man ludo on my top 10 Okay. What, right. You said Luda or Weezy? Oh, you said Luda. Luda. I got I got yeah. Luda in there. Luda. 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 Nice. And you know, nice. I had to segue I had to segue into that Luda because I wanted to say that 
you know, when you got three Virgos on this call having this conversation. Oh, like, man. When you put three Virgos on the call, this is the type of conversation you can produce. Yeah. Yo, special shout out. See, I didn't know you were a Virgo, Jordan. Look at that. But man, I am so thankful. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to speak with me. And I am confident and really, really assured that our audience is going to be able to draw so many nuggets from our conversation. It's really, really dope to hear people who are pursuing um, their passion and, and figuring out how to work together in collaboration with one another um, and do something very impactful. And so we definitely hope and pray you guys can continue to move with great momentum. And uh, and we definitely want to see new growth in all of our all the wiser listeners, I definitely encourage you all to follow Bars for Brands, especially on Instagram and their other platforms. And so we can continue to watch the journey. Is this content planting seeds of wisdom in your life? Is this challenging you to examine the lens through which you view the world? Well, come on, y'all. If it's good to you, be good to someone else and share this content. This is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms online. So we encourage you all to spread the word, sow the seeds far and wide. We and all the wiser want to be as helpful as possible to many, many other hungry folks, much like yourself. Spread the word. We appreciate you. Much love.